discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is. That is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. I'm preaching from Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. Matthew 11, verse 12. Are you ready for me to preach to you? Share something for you. Do you like such things? Matthew 11, 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. And from the days of John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. Jesus is the one who, is, who made this particular statement. I want us to read it together. I want to go. The violent take it by force. The violent take it by force. So, the title of my message is Biastis. Biastis, B-I-A-S-T-A-C-E, 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 Biastis, and it's the word violent, it's on this word, violent, okay, violent, the word suffered violence is from the Greek word biazo, B-I-Z-O, biazo. And this one, violence, is from the Greek word biastis. So, I'm talking about the violent. Say the violent. You know, normally when we talk talk about Christianity, when we talk about you know being born again, being a child of God, and all that, there's this perception of coolness, cool calmness, like everything has to be cool. You have to warm up to everything. You have to be given time for everything. You have to, uh, you know, just ease your way into things. Cool, calm, collected. You know the Ghanaian way. You know there's a Ghanaian way. The Ghana- every Ghanaian is nice. It's every, Ga- every Ghanaian is we are hospitable. But I think we are one of the most hospitable nations in the world. We are, you, are, you are invited. I mean, you can just... Everything is cool. One Nigerian man came to this country, and he was in, a, in, a, in, a, in an Uber. And as the Uber was driving, someone came to pass. And the Uber driver stopped for the person to pass. He went on Twitter and said, look at this country. Can you imagine the Uber stopped? An Uber stopped for someone to just cross the road comfortably. Not in my country. Oh. Not in Lagos. Everything is fast-paced. Everything is moving. Giddy, 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 giddy. We don't, we, they don't stop for you to get down from the bus. You jump out of the bus. And older women are doing it. I mean, women, you know woman. Do you know woman? Do you know woman? Huh? Woman is different from lady or girl. 
I mean, lady, their breast is not big. Their bottoms is not that big. Like, woman, woman is someone whose breast has been drunk by the baby for a long time. Are you bothered that I'm saying breast in the church? Ah, what is your problem? The breast has been drunk for some time. You get it? Like, by all types of hallelujah. Okay, so, like, woman. The car is moving, and that woman will just jump out of the car. But in Ghana, you have the car stopping. They need to open the door. And you get down comfortably. Insulting the mate as you get down. What a shock. No, in Lagos, you don't get that. You jump out. The mate does not have a seat in the car. He's like he's like a war gecko on the he hugs the car like this. Outside the car. He's just he's outside the car. Yes. When I saw it, I was surprised. I was like, are you serious? He's outside the car. Like a lizard. Like a lizard like this on the car. Hey! You see, some violent you must be violent in your thinking as a child of God. He says the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violent take it by force. The violent take it by force. The violent take it by force. You see, you can't, your spirituality cannot be done in a nice way. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's sometimes a lot of us want, like, that speaking in tongues is it's a sexy type of tongue speaking. No, that type of tongue speaking does not get some things to happen. No, until you learn to scatter some things in prayer. You are a joke. I'm, I'm talking about the kingdom of God. The way you are even sitting now, you are not violent in that. Basically, you are too righteous. No, what are you talking about? Because, listen, there are some things that will not get out of your life until you decide that, listen, this thing, eh? This thing, eh? This th- because sometimes, you see, you want to have a certain, uh, you want to have a certain spiritual advancement. You are struggling with fornication. Do you understand? Do you know fornication? You are struggling with it, like... You are pronouncing call. You know pronouncing call. Hey! I know things, so. I know things. I know things, but I mean, your your life is just bizarre. You come to check the preacher, powerful message, and you're like, ah, I'll stand for the Lord. I'll go hard for the Lord. You start singing songs. I go hard for the bum, bum, bum. I go hard for the pun, 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 pun. You get to the house, you are lying down 10 p.m., 10 30 p.m., 11 p.m. You are just lying in bed. Before long, you pick your phone. Let's see what is happening in society. You are going through Instagram. As you are going, you see someone's bottoms. Before long, another seed has been sold into your heart. 
Then you start. X. You see? Let me tell you something. There was something that was really worrying me some time ago. As a child of God. A particular line, like, you know, everyone talks about the sinner so easily besets you. Like, when it comes to that one, I can't. I even have conversations with God. God, you understand? You understand this one? And I, you see, I had a dream. When I had a dream, I was in GSS. I had finished university, but in the dream, I was wearing Kokonte and Nkatia. That's I mean, I was wearing the brown and the, is it brown and cream or whatever, yellow? I was wearing some, and I was writing BUC once again. I was writing and I was even failing in the BUC. Sweating, like, you know, the type of exam when you are writing, you know that you are failing. Like, as you are writing, they know that you are failing. I was failing the thing. So, I woke up. When I woke up, I was like, ah, what's the meaning of this? First, where some months later, I had a similar because that thing that so easily besets me came back again. And then I just fell again. You see, you not tell when you fall. Me, I'm telling when I fell. You, you have done yourself like super superman. You are man of steel. You are woman of steel. When your pastor asks you, How are you? Pastor, I'm fine. I'm fine. Meanwhile, there are three boys servicing you. Three boys servicing you. You won't say you are quiet. Be there. Be there. So I fell. Then I had the same dream again. I was writing this egg. I was in Kokonte and in Katinkwan shirt. Writing the same exam. Still sweating. When I woke up, I realized that God was telling me something. That if I don't do out and move away from this particular thing, I'll be on this level forever in my life. Yeah. I'll be on this level forever in my life. So I had to employ some forcefulness. Some forcefulness. Some violence. Hmm? Some vi- say violence. Violence. Hmm. violence. I had to say, I don't like this thing in my life. So I had to employ some fastings. And employ some types of prayer. You see, there are different types of prayer. Your spirituality will not go forward until you decide that I have to be hotter and wilder than I am currently. No, I have to be hotter and wilder. Or else you be kept on that same level. That same thing that has been worrying you for years. Will worry you years and years and years and years. When it comes to that one, you can't, you just can't move. You just can't move. Every time. When that thing shows up, you, you are, you are down. Every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Ooh. You'll be kept there. you always be writing BC. If, spiritually speaking, you are writing BC every time. You keep failing. You keep failing. You keep failing. You must be violent. You see, go to John chapter 5, verse 35. Jesus was talking about this same. You see, Jesus said this about John the Baptist. So. You remember? Go back to Matthew eleven twelve. Let me show it to you. Matthew eleven twelve. It says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now. Hmm? Now, even now that you are standing here, it says the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. He's not talking about the kingdom of God. Though. There's a kingdom of God and there's a kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is the is the aspect of the kingdom of God that uh, encapsulates man. 
Okay? The kingdom of God is broader. The kingdom of God is bigger than the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven only includes men. But the kingdom of God includes angels, the living creatures, the galaxies, and all those things. All the creation of God beyond man. So Jesus came to come and introduce the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of, the kingdom of God existed before Jesus came. But Jesus came to introduce the kingdom of heaven, which includes men. Do you understand? So Jesus is talking about Christians. And the kingdom of heaven it, it has Christ, it's about Christians. It's not about something. It's about Christians. Okay? So he says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. It suffered violence. They are, you need violence for the kingdom of God, for you to hold, have a hold on the kingdom of heaven. Without violence, it's a key thing. Without it, you cannot have a hold on the thing. You will say Christianity is not true. You say what the pastors are preaching is not true. Because you are receiving the thing in a very cool, calm and collected manner. You are expecting the devil to watch you move. You are forgotten that you have an adversary. The Bible calls him an adversary. He says he is a roaring lion. First Peter chapter 5. Then we will go to John chapter 5 verse 25. Verse 35, okay? First Peter chapter 5. Let's read from verse 7. Casting on your curse upon him, for he cared for you. Then verse 8 says, be sober. Say be sober. Be sober. What does it mean to be sober? To be sober means to be to balance yourself in your mind. Okay? Be balanced, balance yourself in your mind. You should know that uh, the devil is going to take advantage of you. Yeah. You should know that the devil does not like you. How many of you know the devil does not like you? There are a lot of Christians who do not know that the devil does not like them. There are a lot of Christians who rule the devil out of their lives. As though he has nothing to do with them. Yes, we have been delivered from the kingdom, from the power of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son. It's the truth. But you should know that the devil stops at nothing. He will stop at nothing to slow you down, to put you at one place. It's called the wrestling match that you are involved in. Okay? Go to Ephesians chapter 6. Let's read verse 10. Ephesians 6 10. Let me make that point clear to you. Ephesians 6.10 Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So you can be in the Lord, but you are not strong in the Lord. You can be in the Lord, but you are not strong in the, in the power of his might. Look at the next verse. Put on the home of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The methods of the devil. Next verse. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. He didn't say we don't wrestle. He says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. They are wicked spirits who don't like you. And that's what the scriptures say. We have overcome them. Ephesians 1. From, from, go to verse 19. Go to verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, world who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him on his, at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world but also in the, in the world that is to come. Okay, he says that he has set us far above. We are seated together with Christ in heavenly places. That is in chapter 2. That's the chapter 2, verse 4. Look at chapter 2, verse 4. You have to be wild though. Or else... You'll be surprised. 20 years from now, you realize that you are where you are. Same place, spiritually speaking. Your character has not changed. If you don't become violent about changing your character, you realize that your character is smelly. You have a smelly character. Do you want, like, Mormonic type of character? 
Or you don't understand what I'm saying? How many of you understand what I'm saying? Like, since you became born again, your character has not really been altered in any form, in any way. Your character is not yet born again. You're a lady who can't have people around. You can't have people around. Someone comes into your circle. Why? Why are you coming around anyway? Before I realized you are married. Before I realized you were you were a mother. And you are transmitting it to your children. Same thing. Yes. Your nose inside the menu. How do you say that in English? Your nose is smelling for you. Even when you are taking picture, you do this. You can't really. Because someone has annoyed you. Like you can easily, like your 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 you can easily be moved by happenings around. Like you are, you are you are behaving like a normal person. Mere man, like Paul says. Mere man. You are you are you are ordinary. There's no spiritual advancement about your life, about your character. There's no kindness in your life. You are a wicked person. Like you're a child of God, but you are wicked. Do you understand know what I'm saying? Someone does something to you. You say Allah, you're a Christian, but you say Allah. You know that this one, you need Allah to help you to be to deal with the person. Allah, wallahi, talai. I'll do something to this person. You see, until you are you employ some violence in prayer, some violence in fasting, some violence in engaging the word of God, you will stay where you are. You will be shocked. So 20 years will come. Still. That's how I am. Who told you that's how you are? That's not how you are. It's temporal what? Go away. But God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he has loved us. Next verse. Even when we're dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved. Verse 6. And has raised us up together. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Have you seen it? Yeah. So we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ with Christ Jesus. We are all there. And that heavenly place as far above all principality and power and might and dominion and thrones and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. That is the truth. That is the legal thing. That is even it's, it's what is established. But experientially, you can have the devil wrestle with you, demons wrestle with you, principalities wrestle with you, and keep you at one place. They will cheat you out of your inheritance. They will keep you. See, wrestling is not meant to kill you. Wrestling is meant to keep stay you at one place until the bell goes out. Time has so your time is finished. Before you realize your time is finished, you are going. You are dead. Then you are gone. And when in heaven you can't enter some places because your character was not good on earth. <laughs> Recently, I had a vision. I was reading my Bible and I just had a vision. Then God told me that listen, you have to read the Bible very well. So God told me you have to read the Bible very well. Because in the vision I saw heaven. And they were having a discussion concerning, was it Haggai or Malachi? One of those things. Like, it was what? Habakkuk. Eh? I mentioned it at Alpha. They were having a conference. They were talking about Habakkuk. And I had never read it on earth. So I was not allowed to have access to that particular conference because I don't know what is in Habakkuk. So when they talk there, I will not have any understanding. I will just be bereft of all that they are saying. When I saw it's like, hey, I, how would you feel if you're excluded from certain conferences in heaven? 
that oh, only those who have read Habakkuk can come. And you realize that you, are, you don't know what. You don't even know that there's Habakkuk in the Bible. So the job of the principalities and powers is to keep you at one place. No movement. If you don't employ some violence. Violence. Say violence. Violence. Do you understand violence? Are you sure you understand violence? Go to first uh, Peter. We're reading first Peter chapter five. Remember when verse eight when we had to come here. Do you remember? So let's go back there. It says, "Be sober, be vigilant, like be watchful." Because why should you be sober and vigilant? You are an army personnel. You are a soldier. In the Lord's army. He says, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. You think he likes you? His job in your life is to devour your life. You dare be there and be scrolling your face, your Facebook every time. Be scrolling your Twitter every time. Be scrolling your Instagram every time. Be watching porn until your mind is only porn. Be there. No, no. Like, the thing is, eh, if you don't do something, nothing will change. You see, doing the same thing and expecting change is the beginning of madness. Doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a change, a different thing, a different result is the beginning of madness. I mean, there's something wrong. You must step in with some violence. Do you understand? No, this thing must change. I'm tired of it. You must get to the point where you are fed. I'm tired of this. I want to record a change. I want to advance. I want my spirituality to be power, to be better. I want to be a more prayerful person. Only speaking in tongues in church. When I, it's just when I come to church that I speak in tongues. You must speak, you must, you see, you must become violent in your house. You must decide that I'm going to pray in my house. It's just a decision. You must decide I'm going to pray in my house. And you start doing it. Whether you feel like it or not. Whether the environment is conducive or not. Whether the, 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 the walls are talking to you or not. Whether your mind is functioning well or not. Whether there are people... I mean, you just... Let's pray. Let's pray. You realize that you're a Christian. You have never prayed for one hour in your life before. Meanwhile, meanwhile, every Christian must pray for at least one hour. Every day. At least one hour. Every Christian must pray. Yeah, Jesus said, could, not, could you not tie with me even an hour? He was expecting one hour from the people. At least one hour. Every Christian know. You realize you have never been able to pray on your own for five minutes as a child of God. What are you going to do? Decide that, listen, this thing here, I must cross this line. See, I must cross this line. I must cross this line. So what do you do? Just do it. You start. Your mind will start talking to you. Hey, sister, na dear now ye. Nentu say abre. Ya bro. Your mind will start conjugating bre for you. Je bre. Tu bre. Eu el bre. Nu bre yo. Vu bre ye. Eu bre. It will conjugate it for you like we are tired. What is all this? Why are we all every time we want to pray? I mean, no, that's the first time you are trying to pray in terms of five minutes. If you are not wild, your mind will keep you at that place. The devil will talk to your mind. He will keep you at one place forever. 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 If you know your spirituality is what causes you to go high. Physically. You see, material things are controlled by the spirit. 
Every single thing is controlled by the Spirit. I'm not where I am because I, I was just sleeping around, sleeping like that. No. No. There were times when I decided that, listen, I must go forward. That's passaging. I've been passaging for a very long time. Over the past, in, the, in, in some, for a long time. I remember times when we go to classrooms. When I go to the classroom, I find the nearest chair. This is, uh, uh, double decker, those type wooden chairs. I just embrace it like this. I'm, I'm done. Two hours. Why? I want, I want my destiny, I want my light to shine. Something must happen in my life. Like, I do, something must happen. I shouldn't be on the level I'm on. I'm, I must have something more happening. Yeah. Yeah. I must become more spiritual so that I can see some physical manifestations in my life. Some of us are praying for miracles, but the things you're supposed to do for the miracle to come is you are not doing it. Listen, the grace of God, okay, grace is God's part. God provides. But you need faith to access what God has provided. Grace must be accessed by faith. Ephesians 2, verse 8. For by grace are you saved through faith. It is by grace, yet it is through faith. So grace is on the part of God. As for God, dear, he wants you to do very well. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not on yourself. It's the gift of God. It's true. It's, it's the truth. Grace must function with faith. Grace does not mean faith is annulled. Grace does not mean no matter what you do, it will still work anyway. It's not true. If that's what you believed, change your doctrine. It's not, it's not true. Grace must function with faith. And faith must function with grace. Grace is God's part. Faith is your part. I'm talking about your part. What you need to do. You need to change. You need to advance. And you advance through prayer. Fasting. Reading your Bible. Like reading your Bible, you must be violent about it. You realize you pick your Bible, you are sleeping. You decide. You decide. Do you sleep? Do you sleep on your notes? Do you sleep when you are doing? You are working. You don't sleep when you are working. You don't sleep. You don't sleep when you are when you are when you are having sex with a lady. So it's a sign that you are not interested in the word. That is why you are able to sleep on it when you open it. Then it's it's a it's it's, it's a. a, a it's a sleeping tablet for you. You must. You, you should know that some demons are fanning your ears. When you open the Bible, they are just fanning you. They are just blowing cool air on your ears. All of a sudden, your eyes begin, begin to water. It's like, hey. They are just blowing air. You better rise up and say, Hey! Enough is enough! We read this Bible. Whether you like it or not. Because your life is dependent on it. Your life is dependent on it. Yes. Bible says, ignore the word and suffer. You, your life is dependent on it. You must be violent. No casual. You casual things, no. It will not take you far. You will stay where you are for a very long time. You saw the grace of God. Listen, grace is powerful. But you need your faith to access that grace. To access what grace has provided. Okay? Yeah. You realize that your long suffering, there's something wrong with your long suffering. Go, go to Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. These are things. It's called the fruit of the Spirit. It's the fruit of the Spirit. Okay? Remember, we are called to grow into the image of a son. We are not just called to follow the son. We are called to grow into the image of the son. That's the first aspect of our calling. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Hmm? And we know that all things work together for the good of them that are called according to his purpose. Verse 29. 
For whom he did for no, he also did preach the, the snake to be conformed to the image of a son. This is our first calling. We must be conformed to the image of a son. Meaning that, you see, in other places, in Colossians chapter, uh, even Ephesians chapter 4, okay, from verse 11 coming down, verse 11, and he gives some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfection of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for their defying of the body of Christ. So we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the fullness, of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Next verse. That we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried abound with every wind of doctrine, and by the slate of men, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie which to deceive. Next verse. Verse 15. But speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him. In all things, which is the head, even Christ. So Christ is the head. The head is the head of a 33-year-old man. But the body is the body of a 5-year-old boy. The body must grow into the head. Do you understand? The body must grow. We must grow into the image of the son. We are in his image, but we must grow. So your growth, your spiritual development is primary to God. You must become more like Christ. In your growth as a child of God. Look at how patient Christ was. Look at how loving Christ was. You shouldn't you can't say that Jesus is different from me. Jesus loved unconditionally. I cannot love unconditionally. Like seriously? Then why are you born again? We are born again to love unconditionally as Christ loved unconditionally. That's how we have to we have to love. We are to be as gentle as Christ was gentle. We are, we are to be as strong as Christ was strong. Are you understanding? Yeah, that's our first calling. And you need some violence to be able to have that happening around you because the devil wants to put an embargo on your life. Like, listen, when it comes to Louisa, no movement. You grow till your five is finished. Forget about the rest. I'll use Instagram and Facebook to corner you. But for most of us, our phones use us. We don't use our phone. Our phones are using us. Our phones are using us. You must become violent and say that, listen, Mr. Phone, Mr. Phone, say Mr. Phone. I use you. You don't use me. You must become violent. You must become violent and put your phone off. And say, yeah, kind Bible. Yeah, kind Bible. No calls, no texts, no nothing. But we are reading the Bible. That's, the, that's part of your You put the phone off and you put it somewhere and say that we are reading the Bible. Because if you notice, your phone is on your Bible. So as you are reading, then you see the top, ping, ping, then the message will come drop down. The drop down like that. I know things, though. Do you know I know things? An 11-year-old boy was watching TV with a mother, and something came up. A lady, someone was kissing somebody. And the mother put it up. The boy looked at the mother and said, Mommy, you think I don't know things, eh? I know things. I know things, mommy. So me too, I know things. I say I know things. Do you think I know things? I know things. You realize that the thing will just drop, ping, ping. And then, what? Baby. I miss you. Then the Bible just go down, pop. And then the WhatsApp will come. That is the end to the Bible reading. Before you realize, it's 10, 30, 11, you are going to bed. It's finished. The one you already forgotten. How will your life change? 
How are things going to work? Confessor. It's mine. Oh, boy, it's not yours. It's not yours. Please come. Let's get a blindfold for him. Can you get me something to blindfold him? All right, can you see anything? You can't see anything. Okay, look for your wife. Go for Go and look for your wife. Go and bring your wife. Relax. Let him look for his wife. Look for your wife. Are you looking for your wife? Look for your wife. Look for your wife. You have given up. You have given up. Okay, come. 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 Come back. Okay, open the blindfold. Open the blindfold. You can you can see now. Alright. Come. Now go and look for go and bring me your wife. Go and bring me your wife. Come now, man. Follow him. Follow him. Let him look for his wife. Follow you. Look for your wife for me. Come, madam wife. Come, come. Is it not beautiful? How long did it take to find a wife? Was it easy finding a wife? Are you sure it was easy finding a wife? Why do you think he could find his wife very easily? Because he could see. What makes you see? Light is what makes you see. Isn't it? John chapter 8. Verse 12. John 8, 12. You can take your seats. Thank you very much. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. He shall have the light of life. Most of us are like him, with blindfolded, looking for things in life. You are blindfolded and you are looking for a beloved. Spiritually speaking, that's what is happening. You are blindfolded spiritually and you are looking for a wife. You see how he was he was struggling. You struggle, and the one you will find will not be correct. You are looking for your husband, blindfolded spiritually. You move around uh, nothing. You are blinded. You are blindfolded. And you are looking for a job in your life. You are looking for your life's work. You work for somebody, you do something. After 50 years, then you realize that you have made a mistake. You've wasted 50 years of your life. It has happened to so many people, my brothers and sisters. So don't think that you are young, so that's it. No, forget it. No. You don't know things. I know things, though. I know things. So, you see, Jesus is the light of life. Since he shall have the light of life. The light that is required for life. For life. For every single aspect of your life. So a lot of us are delayed. We have been slowed down. We can't do a lot because we are blindfolded. Why? Because there's no violence spiritually. You are violent with every other thing apart from the spirit. Apart from the things of the spirit. Apart from the things of the Lord. Apart from deciding that, listen, I'm the word of God is what, is what matures you. That's it. Just reading it. I told you at the beginning of the year. Just read the word. Open your eyes to it. Let your eyes see it. Let your ears hear it. Let your heart engage it through meditation. That is the way. If you don't become active with that, and you are active with going, picking car, you are in a class, so you are the ones who move early to work. You move early, 5 a.m. You are in a bus. You go, you go and work. They pay you 1,000 grand. Even if they pay you 5,000 cities, it will not be enough after some time. It will not be enough after some time. It is enough now. 
Wait until you marry. Wait until two children pop up. You are married, you are having sex, you are not expecting children. Children will show up. They will show up. Planned and unplanned. Yeah. Do you know that, do you know that, uh, fetuses can, can attach itself to a liver in a woman and grow and become a baby? The medical students. Lois. Lois, where are you? Is it true? It's called what? A topic, but sometimes it can, it, it can, the abdomen, it can, the baby can grow in the abdomen and be born. That's why people give birth without wombs. They don't have wombs, but they give birth. Yes. So babies can escape. I know a woman who got pregnant even though there was no womb. There was no womb. But the baby was, was there in the abdomen, growing in the abdomen. What Chucky was saying. Coming to the well. I, I noticed so. I noticed. You give it one, two, you realize that the five thousand is not enough. You need light too. You need light. And you must engage it violently. 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 Actively. Your seeking God must be different from the way you have been doing it all this while. You have been seeking God casually. You cross your leg in prayer. You are not serious. I'm telling God, I noticed you. I just sleeping. I noticed. But when Shatter is playing, Shatter, 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 Shatter. You see that you are there. Shatter, 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 Shatter. Freedom, freedom, freedom. You will never sleep at Shatter Wallace's concert. But you sleep in church. You are not violent spiritually. You are not. You are not. So if we say we are praying, let's pray. If we say we are we are fasting, let's fast. If we say we are reading the Bible, let's read the Bible. If we say we are meditating, let's meditate. Until you see a change in your life. Don't stop. Make the you see, some of us forget that the word of God is a seed. How many of you plant seeds and watch it grow immediately? Which seed is that? The day that seed comes, that day, I'll be very happy. Because hunger will leave the world. Because you can plant immediately. So as you plant, two hours later, Jollof is ready. You just plug the Jollof and you're eating. There's nothing like that. When you plant a seed, you need time. It needs a good environment. You have need of patience after you have fulfilled the done the will of God. That you see the 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 the, the actual thing. The word of God is a seed. Mark chapter four says when you plant it, you see it will come out. Then you see the blade. Then this one will come before you harvest. That's how it works. So the word of God does not just work immediately. You don't say, oh, I've been praying. I've been how how long have you been praying? No, what have you been even doing in your prayer? Are you sure the prayer is prayer? It's not prayer. It's something else. I need some bias taste in, in the system. Are you a bias taste or you are something else? Are you a violent man or you are, you are what? Yeah. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. We must grow to the fullness of the stature of Christ. Okay? Yeah, we shouldn't be slow about it. We shouldn't be slow about it. There's no time. There's no time. Before you realize you are gone. Before you realize you are gone. Galatians 5 22. 
But the fruit of the spirit is love. The fruit of it is just one. It says, but the fruit of the spirit is love. Then in love grows all these things. That's why you see, he says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Next verse. Meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. How is your love? How is your love like? What will we do that will cause you to leave us? What will someone do that will offend you to the point that you just can't but do something? You are shaking like this. With anger, you are so angry. You, are just you have become a pressure cooker. <laughs> Love, joy, joy. Say joy. joy. The Bible says, rejoice evermore. Again, I say, rejoice. Joy. Look at Philippians 3.1. Go to Philippians 3.1. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. You see, it's an instruction. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. Joy is no matter what is happening, whether the economy is nice or it's not nice. Whether Kufuadu is doing his promises, King promise is fulfilling the promise or not. Whoa, I noticed so. I noticed. Whether King promise is fulfilling or not, my life is linked to the vault of heaven. My God shall supply my needs, all my needs, according to his riches. Whether this is good or bad in this earth or whatever, makes no difference. My joy, my excitement will not be changed by what is happening around me. You know mood swings. How many of you know mood swings? Yes. Until your mood swings are stabilized. And you are a joyful person. Whether that's good or bad, you have not reached. And you must do something. You must do something violently. Violently. Forcefully. Forcefully. Yeah. My life is not going to be dependent on happenings. You have become so emotional, you are getting into depression. Because of people. People have done things against you. You think people will not do things against you? Yeah. Ask for people hurting. You see, it is a promise from God that it says, the Bible says, ask for the offense, it's, it will come. You see, so offense is part of life. People are designed to hurt you. And it is the people around you who are designed to hurt you most. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say, the tree that is close together is the tree that scratches against each other. So, so long as we are close. If you are seeing me, I'm preaching, so you think I'm a nice Ask my wife. If you want to know me, ask my wife. Yeah. I'll catch like, hate it. Yeah, hate it. Life. Powerfully. Yeah. She's the way she gets me. She will not let you also hurt me. It's a hurting party. So we are hurting each other. And the hurt is helping us grow to become better people. If you understand the reason why offense comes, you will be happy. You will know how to handle it. When offense comes, you know that it is there to grow you. Not to cause you. They did this against me. They, you have become a bitter person. Bitterness is, is there. Be- <laughs> you have become bitter herbs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me show you something. Go to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31. Ephesians 4 31. Read it to me. One to go. Be put away from you with all malice. Let all bitterness. 
So I will not be a bitter woman, a bitter man. You are bitter because of one thing or the other. You are quiet. All of a sudden, you have become quiet in the church because a pastor has hurt you. The pastors don't hurt you. I was hearing a story yesterday. The pastors who were dealing with the, the person in this church, they have heard the person out the nonsense. I was telling those who I was driving with, they have heard the person out. I told the person, listen, I'm, I'm apologizing on their behalf, but you know that that's how the thing is. Just be happy and let's flow. Go to church today. She had made up their mind not to go to church today. I said, go to church today and be happy. Bitterness. It will kill you. It will kill you physically. It's a spiritual thing, but to kill you physically. Bitter. He says, let all bitterness and wrath, wrath, unnecessary anger. Only you, you, you are, you are unnecessary anger because of one thing or the other. You start marking people. You have a list like Aya. Do you know Aya stack? I notice it. I notice. How many of you know I am stuck? You are pretending like you don't know what I'm talking about. Those of you, you are pretending. Yeah, Game of Thrones. There's a small girl inside. It's called Aya. Aya stuck. She had a list of people she was going to kill. When you offended, then she write your name. He said to somebody, you're on my list for a very short while. Like he was on the list for some time and then he did something good, so he left the list. Yeah. I'll terminate you now. Wrath! Huh, amplified. It says, let all bitterness and indignation and wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, and resentment, anger, animosity. You are an animal type of animalistic instincts are inside you. And quarreling, brawling, clamor, contention, and slander are doing things like. You can sit down and your imagination is how you are going to destroy this boy who broke your heart. He broke your heart, so you start planning. I will use my heels on his head when I catch him. I will create a hole in his head. You should realize, you should know that your spirituality is very low. It's very, very low. So something must happen. You must be violent with it. You see that, as you are reading this, you meditate on it. You, you must be violent in your meditation. Don't meditate and sleep. You are joking. You are joking. Evil speaking, abusive or blasphemous language be banished from you. Let it be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill will, or baseness of any kind. Let it be banished from you. This is not Christianity. When you come to the body of Christ, you see all this there. Killers, there are a lot of killers. Killers, terminators, and erasers. You know eraser? You're a terminator. Eraser. You can erase people in your life. Yeah. Someone does something, you don't just press delete, you press shift delete. Like on the keypad, you don't have A, you don't have B, you don't have C, you don't have Q, you don't have R, you don't have any of those things. The only thing on your keypad. It shifts, deletes. That's the only thing on your keypad. No mercy for anybody. <laughs> Something must change. Something must change. See, the next thing I was going to talk about was to talk about the apart from your spirituality. This is the first thing your spirituality. The second one that you have to be violent in is your service for God. The devil will not want you to serve God. Never. 
never, never on your life, never on your grave, never, because he knows what it will do for you if you do it. So he will never let you serve God. He will give you excuses upon excuses. He will let you think that every other thing is important apart from the work of God. And even when you start engaging in it, you start complaining after some time. Is it only us? Why is it that every time the pastor is calling me? Every time they say we should come and build and carry concrete. You don't know what you are talking about. What we are building is not for anybody. It's for God. It's not, my name is not on, is my name on any of the documents? My name is not even on one document as owner. No. It's not for me. I'm serving God. There are things the devil will do to block you. He will say, not here. Don't come here. You are too young. You don't have money. You can do it tomorrow. What? The church is there forever. You only live once. Why don't you spend your, all your time doing this? Your leaders will do it. You have work to do. Who does not have work? Who does not have work? We all have work. But we must serve God. You have to serve God. If you don't engage some violence in serving God, you realize that your whole life has been spent with backlist. Your, all your life, all your life was spent in fixing air conditions in a certain company. All your life. All your life. Like when we check your life, eh? your life, all your life was used to braiding people's hair. You were into hair, hair things only. Like only hair. You are, you are like Riri doing hair. Riri Abdu hair. Riri Abdu hair. Riri Ab. She's wife. That is why she's not only doing Riri Abdu hair. She has been digging. Carrying things. You must be violent in serving God. Because the devil would not want you to serve God. He will say for the way. He will close the door. Bam! Like that. Why are you going? Stay here. Just be here. Stay here. Don't cross this line. Just stay here. Just stay here. He will tell you never to sacrifice. You see, the, first, the first thing you see in the temple when you approach the temple is to see the altar of sacrifice. It's called the brazen altar. That is what we did. Ben, it's for sacrifice. There's blood. It's a messy place. There's blood. There's flesh. There's all kinds of things there. Before you go to water. And then you go and go into the Holy, Holy of Holies. Every single thing, every single time you want to serve God in any form, in any way, the first thing you'll be, you'll be encountered with is to sacrifice. This man travels from Ashoman Estate to trade fair to, for service. Every day. That's him sitting inside. Every day. It's risky. The devil will tell you it's risky. Why are you traveling? Hey. The devil will tell you, why are you sacrificing? Why? Because sacrifice is not comfortable. You lose some energy. You lose some time. You lose some, some money. You lose some beloved. You see, immediately you decide to become committed to God. That is when you realize that your, ma- your parents are not happy. Your beloved is not happy. This one is not happy. This one is not happy. Why do you keep going to church? Why? You need to sacrifice some people. You see, the altar of sacrifice eh, is for killing things. Understand? What I'm talking about is that you must sacrifice some people. Spiritually speaking. You must say, no, you see, your word, when it comes to you, your words will not do anything to me. I'm serving God, you want me to stop. Your, your words will not, do, it, your words are like water on the back of a duck. It will never enter me. It will just go like the papa, papa, and then it's off. Papa, papa, pa, it's off. Finish. When it comes to you, because there are some uncles, some aunties, some parents, they will say, because you, just because some boyfriends. 
You decide that, listen, this boyfriend, this beloved, I'm holding his neck like this, like a chicken. A chicken with, with a cutlass in my right hand. I'm severing your throat on this altar of sacrifice. You are not moving here with me. Yeah. Or else, you will never do anything for God. Never. Never. And those of us who are already serving God, you know you are serving God. There are higher levels. And for you to go up to the next level of your service, you need to come back to come and do sacrifice. Some things must be sacrificed every time. You see, I want to climb up into a certain aspect of the ministry. I mentioned some things in the ministry that I want all of us to develop during the pastor's refresher course in January. I mentioned some, I think seven of them or eight of them, levels. There's one that I want to climb into, and it means I have to sacrifice some things. There are some, there are some hours that I need to sacrifice for God. It means I have to cut my family time completely so that I can be with God. I sacrifice. So I called my wife. I told her, Look, she said, listen, even if you don't come back home again, I don't mind. Do it. It's for the good of the kingdom. Now your wife who is correct to encourage you to serve God. Not someone who will say, eh, every time you are reaving me, you are reaving me in this house, you are reaving me, you are reaving me, we are reaving you. We will reave you, pa. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you realize that you are in this church. When you were sitting in a certain church, candle lights incorporated. You realize that as you are sitting there, the pastor is preaching, but you are not hearing anything. No, you are not hearing anything. It's a religion for you. After church, you buy pie and cook, and then you drink and you go home. That's the reason why you go to the church. Pie and cook. Then you, Musa man, brought you to this church, Lab Economy Church. Realize that you are preaching is entering your heart. Even when you are asleep, you wake up and you realize that it's like something has happened to you. Even when you slept in the church, I'm talking about when you asked the message was coming, you were sleeping. But when you went and they shouted, hey, and then you woke up, you realize that, hey, it's like something has happened to me. I'm hearing what is going on. Just when you realize that the thing is really working for you, then you start. The devil bring mother church. This is not your mother church. You are older than the church. Ask for a church that I'm older than I will never go to. One man church. Which church is two man? Every church is one man. You must become violent. You must start roaring like a lion in your prayer. Roaring like a lion in your attitude. In the way you are doing your things. Because if you don't, it is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. If you don't put some forcefulness into your, your, your attitude, you will not take anything. You will not take anything. You will stay where you are. You will be where you are. You will be where you are. As a, as a servant of God. You will just be at one place. You will be at Anasha. Hallelujah. Yeah. John chapter 5, verse 35. You see, he was talking, this is Jesus talking about John the Baptist. He said, listen, what did you guys go into the desert to go and see? A rich king in the desert. Listen, this guy is not an ordinary guy. He says, this guy, he was a burning and a shining light. You see, every light comes with some heat. Do you know that? Yeah. Light, as soon as you see light, you should know that heat energy is being emitted. As soon as you see light, that's why the sun, that's how it's produced. Without heat energy, light cannot be produced. That's why the sun brings heat. I realize Akra's sun is on another level altogether. 
even Akasan is becoming violent in his activities. Yeah. Because 10 years ago, it was not as violent as it is now. Now it is very violent. You are the one who is not becoming violent. Only you. As soon as you see light, you should know that there's some energy coming. Some heat energy is coming in. Now, every light, depending on its intensity, will have a certain type of heat that it is emitting. The Bible says that this guy, okay, you see, <laughs> we are all light. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, you are the light of the world. No man lights a candle and puts it under a bushel or puts it under a basket. No, you don't do that. If you are light, light is meant for the open. Light is meant to be put on a table to shine for people to enjoy. All of us as Christians are light. We are all light. And you must shine. You must shine. Matthew chapter 5 verse 15. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel. Go, go up. Go to verse 14. Verse 14 lets you know. Look at verse 14. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. It says you are the light of the world. Say I'm the light of the world. I'm the light of the world. In 1 chapter 5 verse, verse 4 I think. He says you are, you are the truth of light. We are, we are light. That's the truth. But the intensity to which we burn is different, depending on how violent we are. John the Baptist was, the Bible says that, he is a violent guy. The guy was violent too. Very, very wild guy. He's the one Jesus said that, listen, out of all men born of women, there's no greater than John the Baptist. Nobody's greater than this guy. Very wild guy. And Jesus said that, listen, he's a burning and a shining light. He was a burning and a shining light. And you were willing for a scene to rejoice in his light. There are many people who are called to enjoy your light. Listen, someone's life is dependent on you. If you don't think anybody's life is dependent on you, your children's light and life are dependent on you. Your beloved's light and life is dependent on you. Your brothers and your sisters, their life is dependent on you. Their preservation is dependent on you. How you shine okay, will determine how well their life will be. So you can't afford not to shine. When they were introducing me, they said that if it wasn't because of him, we would not be where we are. If I had not made my light shine in that small corner and become violent and push things forward. You see me saying things. We are starting a church in Accra. When there's no life, there's nothing. Like There's nothing. We are, we are, we are doing it. We are building. We are doing the violent things like Things that to destabilize your peace. That's, that's, that is how I am. Like, I just come to come and destabilize things. Like, like, I don't like, it's like you wonder when at all we'll have peace. I, and you shouldn't be looking for peace in life. Peace is not a good thing to look for. Because God has given us peace. Jesus said that my peace I bequeath unto you. He has given us his peace. So don't look for peace. If you're a Christian and you always have peace. Like there's no, there's nothing destabilizing your your life. You are comfortable. Comfort is not good. You understand what I'm talking about? I'm talking about spiritual comfort. There's nothing moving. How do you say that in English? Nothing pushes you. Nothing pushes you. There's no what? There's no pushment. I'm not the one who said it. He said it. Like there's nothing. Nothing is happening around you to cause you to engage the word. Like, I need no one. Like, I need the word. I need to pray. Like, what the crap? There's something wrong. 
we are, we are fighting. Christian is a battle. But you, you are asleep in the battle. You are the one doing the peace sign. And on the battleground, you are doing peace sign. Oh, every picture you take, you do this. <laughs> Hallelujah. He was a burning and a shining light. A burning and a shining light. God wants you to be a burning and a shining light. Burning and a shining light. When you are praying, pray out loud. So that people will know that someone is praying. This is, you don't hear anybody praying because everybody's praying like this. That is why you sleep quickly. If you find yourself in a place where you can shout, you realize that you do something to your spirit. Jesus shouted in prayer. So, Hebrews chapter 5 verse 8. Look at Hebrews chapter 5 verse 8. All those of you who are into calm type of prayers. That's your prayer. You come to church, everybody's praying. You are even excited because their voice will overshadow your voice. So, your voice is like this. You are like Mr. Bean. Though you were a son, yet learn the obedience by the things which you suffered. Next verse. I'm talking about Jesus. Verse 7, rather. Verse 7. Hebrews 5, 7. Who in the days of his flesh? He's talking about Jesus. He says, Jesus in the days of his flesh. When he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong cryings and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was said in that he feared. Strong cries. You are a Christian who doesn't pray with strong cries. Nothing. Jesus was going to face a very big challenge in his life. He was going to face, he was going to become, he was going to fight a very big war. He wanted, you see, Jesus could have decided that he's going to live a very peaceful life. He will marry, bear children, and, and just continue. Yeah, because he got to the point where he was, he was, he had that particular opportunity to decide what he would do. The Son of God is reproducing. We would have had plenty of word of God moving around. No need for a spiritual increase. Just biological increase is enough. He could have decided. But he decided, I'll go to the cross. I'll do what will hurt me. Because in my hurting, in my death, other people. That is my, you see, the light, the light shining brings him to, it is uncomfortable. You must become uncomfortable. So that other people can enjoy your life. What is your life if it doesn't change anybody? What is your life if you just lived and bought cars for your children? Kingdoms come and go. Houses exchange hands. You see the cantonment houses, Labani houses. Every now and then you see that a house in cantonment will break and then it will become a tall building. Someone else has bought it. Money changes hands. You will do property here on earth. People come for it. It doesn't, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. You'll be forgotten like the ship. But someone must be in heaven who will thank you when he comes there. When he comes, you say thank you for making your light shine. For being a burning and a shining light. For me to be saved and for me to become what I have become. Listen, serve God with your life. Do something with your life. Decide that your spirituality will not be low. Decide that your spirituality will be high. Because your spirituality will change somebody. We have plenty of people whose lives have been changed because they realized that someone around them was a very good Christian. He, was, he wasn't into lying. He wasn't into doing things. A lot of Christians can lie. Lie. Do all kinds of things. Yes, you came and you, st- you were lying. Don't worry. Decide that I'm going to change this particular thing. Violently. You came as an area Asanka. Do you know area Asanka? 
You are into freedom. Do you know freedom? There was this lady somewhere who was giving out her her VJJ. You know VJJ? If you don't understand, go away. I mean, she was just giving a donating. Like those who lift their hand. Who wants to have sex? Me, me, say me. Me, come, me, come, me, come, me, come. Then one of our pastors called her and said, Listen, you are, you are so the child, you are free. You are into freedom things. You just dash the thing freely. Anybody who can, so do you like, take no value, like no value. Anybody who can, you like, you like it? <laughs> me too, I like. Take, take, take. You're just, you are a donator, you are just taking, take, take. I know too, so. I know too. You see, recently, eh, recently God respect to me and told me something. It is, a, it is easy. Okay? First of all, he said, don't go the easy way. It is easy to fornicate. It is easy to commit adultery. It is easy to lie and to steal. It is easy to be normal. That is why a lot of people are in that category. But it is exceptional to keep yourself. Go for the difficult one. Don't go for the easy one. See, I'm a burning and a shining light. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Rise up on your feet and just receive grace. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at ChristWorldINC.com. God bless you.